Thank you for listening to this message from Shepherd's Gate Church in Shelby Township, Michigan. To learn more about Shepherd's Gate and to access more content, go to sgatechurch.org. It is so good to see you. My name's Tim. I get the privilege of being the lead pastor here at Shepherd's Gate. And this is our third outdoor service of five that we're putting on this summer. And you might not know this. This is what's kind of incredible about these outdoor services is that they're actually our largest attended services now outside of Christmas and Easter. Isn't that incredible? So you guys are doing an incredible job. And if you're a guest, believe it or not, this service is designed for you. And so if you were invited here or maybe you found us on social media or you saw the church as you were driving down 23 Mile and you decided to stop in and check us out or search on our website, uh, what we wanted to do today is give you a taste of who we are and what it is that we believe God has called us into as a community believers here at Shepherd's Gate. And so today you're getting a taste of that. And as Ben said, we really hope that you'll come back next week and join us again. And one of the other things that we've done with our outdoor services is they're actually the start of a three-part sermon series, which is just a series of messages. And so each one of our outdoor services is week one, and then we go inside for two weeks, and then guess what? We get to come back outside and start a new sermon series, and then be inside for two weeks, and then do it one more time, as we still have a couple more outdoor services as we continue into the summer. Kids, I know there's a lot of kids here today. Kids, can you uh, wave at me? Where are you at? I'm going to need your help as always. We're so glad that you're here. We're so glad that you have joined us this morning. And uh, we just know that, that God is at work. Do you know uh, that this time of the year is actually called the dog days of summer? Does anybody use that expression? Any of you, you use that term? Does anybody know what that even means? Isn't it interesting? We often, we often will talk about uh, seasons and we'll use terms or we'll hear them on the radio, maybe the television. I didn't actually know what the dog days of summer were other than I knew it meant that it was really hot outside. And it actually dates all the way back to the ancient Greeks and Romans who would track the seasons by looking at the sky. And so there was a particular star in the sky. It was known as the dog star. And the constellation would make up the nose of a dog. And so they knew that when they saw this thing in the sky, that it meant it was the end of July. And it marked the very beginning of the hottest days of the year. How many of you ready for the hottest days of the year? Right? Here it is, July 30th. And some of you are praying, I hope it gets hotter in August, aren't you? Let's be honest, those of us that are here, I know some of you are from out of state, which is good to see you. Our friends that are, that are here, some of our snowbirds that get to spend half their time somewhere else, half their time here in the summer. Michigan is one of the most unpredictable states on the planet, isn't it? I mean, if you think about it, June was cloudy and hot. July has been interesting, has it not? I have not had to turn my sprinklers on one time this July. Anybody else in that? It has been one of the wettest Julys we have ever seen on the planet. And so you just wonder, okay, God, what is our August going to look like? And so here we have these dog days of summer. And so kids, again, I'm going to need your help. When we have these really hot days, when the sun is just scorching down and just beating upon us, what's the best way to find relief? Kids? 
Oh, who said it? Say it louder. Water. Hey, kids, together. Let's say this together. Say water. Water. And aren't you so glad that today is water day? Parents, hopefully you remembered this. Today, every one, one of our outdoor services every year, we dedicate to making it water day. And so all those inflatables that you're about to enjoy in just a few moments, they're all hooked up to hoses. And so hopefully you brought your swimsuit and a towel. If not, you can go across the street to that store called Walmart, and I'm sure they'll hook you up and come back and be able to have fun. Water is one of the best ways to beat the heat. And in order to get around water, what do you have to do? This isn't a hard one, folks. You have to do what? Go outside. It's so much more fun to be outside, isn't it? Than being inside, staring at a screen. That's boring. Boo. Kids, don't you think we should just do away with screens for the summer? Do away with flat screen televisions. You don't need an iPad. You don't need an iPhone. You don't need any of that stuff. Just get outside and enjoy nature. Here's what's so crazy. Did you know that watermelons are 92.6% water? That tomatoes are 93.5% water? Cucumbers. Every time you eat a cucumber, it's 96% water. Now, I want you to look at the people next to you. Go ahead. Just awkwardly stare at them, whether you know them or not. Because every human being on the planet is made up of 60% what? Think of that. 60% water. Man, it's such a vital part of our lives. And did you know, I, I just found this out this week, that newborn babies, when they are born, are actually 95% water. Fascinating, isn't it? Well, here's some good news for you today. The older you get, the drier you become. Unless there is one way to curb this. You lift weights. Kids, are any of your parents weightlifters? Go ahead, raise your hand. Go ahead and punch them in their arm. That is the only way to stop this. The more buff you are, the more muscle tissue you have, which stores water, the wetter you actually are. Now, where's Ben? Where was our, our gracious host today? Could you stand up? This guy is an incredible athlete. I, he's got more water than I do, man. This guy, he's a CrossFitter. He's got a young family, three kids. Are you buff from lifting weights, or are you just buff from holding your kids all day long? Which one is it? A bit of both. But let me ask you this. Spiritually speaking, how's your summer been going? Have you taken time to get outside and maybe get around large bodies of water or even small bodies of water, ponds, or around trees in nature and just spend time with God? Or are you here now and you're like, wow, this is crazy. It's already July 30th and we know how fast time goes by. And you're looking back and you're thinking to yourself, my goodness, I cannot believe how much has already transpired. And really, when I look at my spiritual life, when I look at, you know, the last time I prayed or maybe the last time I opened my Bible or maybe the last time I just went on a walk because I just wanted to refresh my soul, 
To be honest, it's been a really long time. And as I said today, as we start this new sermon series where we're going to be looking at the the book of the Bible, Psalms, there's 150 chapters in Psalms. We're going to start at the very beginning in chapter 1, verse 1. Now think of this, out of 150 chapters, this is how this book starts. It says, Blessed is the man or woman who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but pay attention to this, his or her delight is in the law of the Lord, and on it they meditate day and night. Verse 3, a person who delights in God is like a tree planted by streams of water that yield its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, and all that they do, they prosper. Isn't that interesting to read that? That the very first thing that this writer would put in his book is a caution. Like, here's all the things that society's going to tell you. Here's all the things that the world is going to drag you in. Here's all the distractions that are going to be set before you. And so be careful who you get counsel from. Be careful who you stand and listen to. Be careful how much time you spend just sitting down and, and downloading negative information into your heart and into your life and just having this negative view of the world and always thinking that everything's wrong and everything's going to fall apart and everything's just going to completely just self-destruct. But instead, the challenge from this author is, is that your delight is in the law of the Lord, which is simply what God has for us. In this instruction manual that he gives us, the Bible, which is what we're reading from, and he says, here's what I have for you. Here's the incredible food and nourishment that I want to give you. And that you would read the word of God. That you'd be in church like you are today and you're hearing the word of God preached. And as you are sitting there today, think about this. God is actually using this moment to nourish and refresh your soul. So much so that the analogy is that you become a tree that is planted not by a stream of water, but by streams of water. That God's heart and desire for you is not for you to live a miserable life with your time on this earth. Did you know that? That yes, we face hardships, and yes, life is cruel, and yes, life is unfair, and yes, life throws at us uncertainty and frustration and stress, but yet you have a loving Heavenly Father that created you, that loves you, that wants you to be rooted in him and he wants through the power of his spirit, the Holy Spirit, to rush over you in the form of streams of water in order to refresh you and to renew you. And in do so doing, give you life-producing fruit. But see, so often in our lives, we're rooted in other things. Work's always the easiest one, Right? It's easy to become obsessed with, with what we do and focused on having to work those extra hours and put in that extra time. And if we're in certain industries to beat out the competition or to do one more sale or one more this or one more that, and then all of a sudden we get to the end of the summer and we look back and we make the terrible stake of going on social media and we see everyone else on vacation and having such a wonderful time and we just get discouraged and dismayed because we made it all about work. How about this one? Making it all about our kids. 
Isn't that sometime the difficulty when you're in the child raising season? The demands that kids put on us? the things that we schedule for them. And pretty soon, all of a sudden, we step back and we're like, man, we're not even living our own lives. We're not even being refreshed or renewed because it's all about our kids and our kids and our kids and our kids and our kids. And yet God has, of course, given us our children and grandchildren, but he also has something for us. What about being rooted in stress or worry? Or we look around at the society and we just, feel hopeless. Maybe it's an addiction. Maybe you're looking back at this last couple of months and you've slid into a, a season or a time and there's something, there's a vice in your life. There's something that you're going to. And in, in order to cope, you've convinced yourself that this is the only way that you're going to get through day after day after day. And unfortunately, this thing has so grabbed hold of you that it's torn you away from your heavenly father and being refreshed by him. See what happens slowly but surely is when you're rooted in the wrong things, instead of that stream of the Holy Spirit, you end up being a tree planted in the desert. And the sun just beats down on you and you're just, you're just constantly being swayed by the wind and you're frustrated and you realize that there is no fruit in your life. There's no peace in your life. And yet God sees you. God knows you by name. God is drawing you to himself. God wants to take that pain. He wants to take that, that frustration, that stress, that worry from you. And in a moment, in an instant, he wants to plant you back in, in what he has for you. And he, through the Holy Spirit, once again, he wants to wash over you. Well, my family just got back this last Wednesday from vacationing on the west side of the state. And uh, it's one of our favorite places to go in the summer. We absolutely love Lake Michigan. Any other Lake Michigan fans? I'm just going to say it. It's our favorite Great Lake. I don't know. You know, I, we just love Lake Michigan. We love the sandy beaches. And we particularly love being up by Sleeping Bear Dunes. Because there's this place over by Sleeping Bear Dunes called the Platte River. Anybody been on the Platte River? And so what you do is you can get a canoe, a kayak, a paddleboard. Heck, you can just get, you can rent a tube or blow up a tube and just float down the Platte River. And you know what's beautiful about it? It's supposed to take two hours to do this. And if you rent one of the things that they have for you, if you go over two hours, they charge you more. So our family, when we go, we just pay the money right up front because we're not in a hurry. We know that we're just here to be out in nature, to allow this gentle river to, to basically take us down. And what's so beautiful about it is whether it takes two hours or three hours or four hours, twice the amount of time that they recommend or that they say it should take, that at the end of that, it leads into Lake Michigan. It's one of the places that I love to go to because you're around the trees and the birds and you're in nature and there's just no distractions. And I know many of you, you do the same thing. You go on vacation. You have what's often referred to as your happy place. Even bonfires at night. What's so cool is the further north you go, the less rules they have. Did you ever notice that? They allow you to have a bonfire on the beach. That's nuts. Every time I go there, I always think something's wrong. Like the fire trucks are coming. Like they would never allow this in Metro Detroit. 
You could never do this over on the beaches that we have close to us. Do you know that living close to water actually makes you happier? That there's a research firm, listen to this, they followed 15,000 people across 18 different countries. I mean, imagine the magnitude of this research. 15,000 people across 18 countries, and this is what they ended up finding out. This was their results. Listen to this. It's so incredible. Adults that have better mental health today, it is a direct correlation and result of spending time around, guess what? Water as a child. Again, parents, I would submit to you today that maybe one of, the big, one of the biggest blessings that God has given us in all his creation is the gift of water and bodies of water and that we can improve our mental health by just being in what they actually call blue spaces and pushing our kids and having our kids experience the same. But I can tell you this, it's so much more than simply going on vacation or having a happy place or by being around water, that again, as God's word has instructed us, it's being rooted in him. It's knowing who he is and, and the faith that, that he has given us. Or if you're here today and you're not a believer, the faith that he so desperately wants to produce in your heart and your life. Spending that time with God, talking to him, listening, praying, reading scripture, casting your burdens, casting your frustrations. Tell them what, what's on your mind. Tell them what you're angry about. Do you know it's also being connected to a local church? Finding a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church that's going to invest in you, that's going to read you God's word, that's going to encourage you in your relationship with God. And it's also about being around others that are Jesus followers and so we hope that you can hang out and stay after the service with us so that we get to know you. We'd love to, to find out where you're from and your story and to, to hear what it is that's going on in your life and to figure out if there's areas that maybe we can be a blessing to you. Jesus actually said these words in John chapter 4. Ironically enough, he was sitting at a well with a woman and they engaged in conversation and she was talking about why she was coming to this particular well at this time of the day, one of the hottest times of the day. And in the course of the conversation, Jesus simply answers her this way. He says, everyone who drinks water will be thirsty again. How many of you are just thirsty right now because I keep saying water and thirst, right? Don't we got lots of water over there? Don't worry. But he said this, whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water that wells up to eternal life. That God Almighty, through his son Jesus Christ, the sacrifice that he has made for us through his death and resurrection, has the ability and power to produce a wellspring of water into your heart and into your life and to give you that peace. Just a few chapters later in John's gospel, Jesus is with some of the influential people of the time and they're actually arguing with Jesus and they're telling him, no, no, you're a crazy man. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, you're claiming to be the son of God. And this isn't how it works. 
This is how things work here, Jesus. This is the systems that we have created. This is how our society is established. These are the things that we believe. You should just get in line. And they're trying to convince the crowd to go with them and to basically reject the teachings of Jesus. And so in this moment, this back and forth, this is crazy. Jesus stands up and the scriptures say, in a loud voice. So imagine this, he's, he's screaming this out. Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. See, I believe that God is still calling people to himself today. Amen? That God still has a purpose and a plan for every man, woman, and child that's here today. He longs for you. He loves you, he sees you, he knows you, and he's rooting for you. Jesus is the only one who can satisfy our souls. His desire is to nurture and to quench that thirst that's within all of us. So I said today as we begin this journey, we hope that you come back next week as we look at another one of the 150 Psalms and even the third week as we close out 150 chapters. Here's a little challenge for you this week. What would it look like to read the first 50 chapters of Psalms between now and next Sunday? What would it look like to just, maybe you've never opened a Bible, it's right in the middle of the Bible, you can Google it, you can go on a Bible app, and just read 50 chapters, the first 50 chapters of Psalms. Maybe do eight or nine chapters a day and see what it is that God would speak to your heart. Maybe just pick out a a key phrase or a verse out of the eight or nine that you read and repeat it over and over again and carry it with you throughout the day. And watch what it is, how God has the ability in those moments to begin to replenish and for the streams of the Holy Spirit to begin to work deeply into your heart and your life. So again, as we enter this next season and It could be the hottest time of the year. It could be the wettest time of the year. It could be the driest time of the year. Who knows? What is it that you're going to allow your soul to be replenished by? Or is God maybe challenging you today at this outdoor service? As later today we get to watch the kids have so much fun and be replenished and refreshed on inflatables that are full of water. Where is it that God may be speaking to you today? to challenge you, to pull you close to him, to allow him to give you his life, water, in you. And today is also kind of incredible because we just believe that the Holy Spirit is at work not only in Metro Detroit and not only here at Shepherd's Gate, but we believe that God is at work all over our world. Amen? And even though, again, it can be dark and it can be gray and it can look dismal, that God is always at work. And so today we actually get to pray over a team of people that are getting ready to leave. They've been preparing for the last months and next Sunday they're going to be getting on a plane and they're going to be going to South Africa. In fact, they're going to be going to Durban, South Africa with one of our global partners, Key of Hope. Some of you that have been around Shepherd's Gate, you know this organization well as we have had the choir Uh, Here, the kids from this organization here, kids that are in some of the most impoverished areas on the planet. 
And so we wanted to end our time together this morning by, by just encouraging them and praying over them and sending them with our blessings and our prayers. So could you please welcome the Durban South Africa team as they come at this time? You guys want to line up across the front here so everyone can see you. And what's so cool about this team is uh, there's 14 going. So this is the second time that Shepherd's Gate has sent a team uh, to Durban. And out of the 14 that are going, 11 of them, this is their very first time going on this trip. So can we give them a hand? Yeah, it's awesome. My friend Paul here, he booked the flights. And you're going into Newark this time, correct? And then Newark to Cape Town, which how many hours is that? like a long time <laughs> and then from cape town then you guys get to go right into durban and begin the ministry there 11 days and uh, what we also want to do is invite up your family and friends that are here as well uh, could you come up at this time as well because we want to uh, have you place your hands on them as we commission them today now you may have saw these uh, duffel bags that that were placed in front of here and the duffel bags are actually full of the donations that you dear church uh, supplied them with and so for the last several weeks, they've been asking for tennis shoes, they've been asking for hoodies, and uh, they're going to be buying blankets when they get there. And so we're just so proud of you for once again living generously with everything that you have, for supporting them, for encouraging them, uh, for being part of this. And so, church, can you give, your, give yourselves a hand for financially supporting them as they leave for this trip? And so one of our customs here at Shepherd's Gate, this may be your first time, so you might not be used to this, but if you're comfortable doing this, uh, as they lay, as the family members, go ahead, you can touch your family members, go ahead. There you go. Get nice and close on this hot, sticky day. There you go. Uh, if you're comfortable doing this, could you go ahead and stretch your hands uh, toward these 14 missionaries? Heavenly Father, we are just so humbled and grateful for what it is that you're doing God, we thank you for these 14 individuals and the way that, that you have placed on their heart the call to, to sacrifice 11 days of their summer to get on a plane and go to the other side of the world that they could bring hope, that they could bring light, that they could bring times of refreshing to kids who maybe don't have parents, who don't have schools, who don't have hope. God, we do pray that you protect them, that they would have safe travels, that each and every step along the way and as they land in Durban and as they go into this village and they begin to serve, that your Holy Spirit has always, already gone on before. You've prepared the way for them and you're gonna give them an incredible experience as you work in and through them. God, when their mission is done, we do pray that you would bring them safely back to us. And we will rejoice in all that you did in and through them. And we know, God, it is all for you. And it's all for your glory and honor. So, God, we thank you for these dear, faithful servants of you that are willing to live generously with everything that they have. We love you. We commission them now. We pray your blessing upon them. It's in your son's most holy and precious name that we pray. Amen. We hope this message was helpful to you. You are welcome to join us live, in person, or online every Sunday. Or access more on-demand content at sgatechurch.org.